Welcome into the Rebound Rundown. Today is Monday, January 9th, 2023. I'm your host, Paul Fritchner, and this is produced by Chatterbox Sports. This is your Daily Digest college basketball show where you can get your info on Cincinnati area college hoops every Monday through Friday in short episodes. It was a packed weekend with a ton going on, so let's get right into it. For the first time since joining the Big East, number 18 Xavier won at Villanova. Prior to Saturday, the Musketeers were 0-8 in the Big East in Philadelphia, but Xavier got it done behind strong performances from Zach Fremantle, who had 29 points and 11 rebounds, and Sule Boom, who finished with 22 points and 10 boards. Adam Kunkel stepped up in big spots and knocked down three threes, and Colby Jones added 11. For the second year in a row at Nova, Xavier led at halftime, but this time, Xavier didn't relinquish the lead. Xavier was never able to fully put Villanova away, and the Wildcats' full-court pressure gave Xavier some issues in the game's closing minutes. But that's where Boom converted at the foul line, going a perfect 10-for-10 at the charity stripe on the day. Villanova, who forever has torched Xavier from three, finished just 9-of-32 from beyond the arc, and Xavier out-rebounded Villanova 35-25. to I said this in a Twitter space after the game, but I think we're to a point where if you're a Xavier fan, you can start to dream about what this team can do. They're on a nine-game winning streak, the seventh longest in the country. They're ranked 18th on Ken Palm, up from where they started the season at 38th. They had never started 4-0 in Big East play, much less 5-0, which is where they sit right now. Per Evan Maya's website, and thanks to a loyal listener who sent this to me, Xavier's starting five is the second best offensive lineup in America out of anyone's starting lineup. Virginia sits at number one. On the defensive side, though, that starting five is third worst among major conference teams. This week presents a massive opportunity for the Musketeers. They have two quad one home games with the students back from winter break. Creighton, who was picked to win the Big East, comes to town on Wednesday, and then Marquette is at Cintas on Sunday afternoon. Also, numbers 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 have all lost in the last week. I'm not necessarily saying that Xavier will be number 11 when the new AP poll is released today around noon, but the Musketeers certainly have an argument for it. Number two, Houston traveled to the Queen City and beat Cincinnati on Sunday 72-59 behind 21 points from Jarris Walker and 16 from Marcus Sasser. Micah Adams-Woods had a nice day for the Bearcats, scoring 19 points on 8-11 of from the floor. Cincinnati hung around in this game and only trailed by seven at halftime. It always felt like Houston was in control and a run out of halftime sealed that, but even when Houston went up by 20 with about 10 minutes left, the Bearcats went on a run to bring it back down around 10. The biggest problem for Cincinnati on Sunday was their turnovers. For a team that is one of the best in the country at taking care of the basketball and not giving it away, they had one of their worst games of the year in that category on Sunday, turning it over 16 times to Houston's five. The Cougars made use of those giveaways, scoring 26 points off the 16 turnovers. Cincinnati now sits at 11-6 and 2-2 and two and two in the AAC, and the Bearcats are without a quad one win with only three quad one games left on their schedule, the one at Houston and the two Memphis games. 
Without beating Houston at home, it's going to be extremely difficult for Cincinnati to make the NCAA tournament outside of going on a run to win the conference tournament. Speaking of making the NCAA tournament, it might be danger zone for Kentucky too. They don't have a quad one win after getting blown out at number seven Alabama 78-52 to on Saturday. Granted, UK plays in the SEC where they have seven quad one games left on their schedule, but their only quad two win even is over Michigan State in their third game of the season. Without mincing words, the Wildcats look bad. They struggle to score, and it looks like they don't have much of an identity. Antonio Reeves had a nice game against the Crimson Tide with 20 points, but after Jacob Toppin had put together inspiring performances in back-to-back games leading into this one, he only had three points on one of ten shooting. Kentucky plays a bad South Carolina team at home on Tuesday before another huge challenge on Saturday going to Knoxville to take on Tennessee. NKU lost a tough one 64-63 to Oakland on Friday. Marquez Warwick had a three at the buzzer to win it, but it just missed. After a frustrating game on Friday, they found a way to win a crazy one on Sunday against Detroit 78-76 in overtime. Trayvon Faulkner played the role of hero with a buzzer-beating three to force overtime. Alon Sumler played a lot of minutes and finished with double figures. He's becoming a real weapon because of his confidence. It wasn't a pretty weekend for NKU, but they found a way to get a split and set up a Thursday showdown against Milwaukee between two 5-1 teams battling for first place in the Horizon League. And staying in the horizon, Wright State went on a 31-14 run in the second half against Detroit to rally and win 90-85 on Friday night at the Nutter Center behind 18 points and 17 rebounds from Brandon Knoll. Sunday was another nice afternoon for Knoll, posting 14 points and 15 rebounds, but that wasn't enough as Oakland picked up a road win 75-73 over the Raiders. Miami had the Mac's best team, Kent State, on the ropes in Oxford, but the Golden Flashes rallied late to sneak away with a 69-66 win. Sincere Carey willed his Kent State team across the finish line, tallying 31 points on the afternoon. The more I watched this game, the more I kept thinking it might just be Miami's afternoon, the way they were playing, but once Kent State started to hit some shots, the tide turned, and Kent State won their sixth game in a row. Credit to Louisville on Saturday. They lost, but they were losing by 17 at the half and by 18 with just 7 minutes and 22 seconds left, and they fought all the way back to make it a three-point game with 2 minutes and 40 seconds left. However, from there, Wake Forest hit a three and a pair of free throws to stretch the lead to eight, and the Cardinals never recovered. Wake Forest went on to win 80-72. to Mike James led the Cardinals with 24 points and eight rebounds, and L. Ellis added 20 points and eight assists. It was carnage around the country this weekend. I mentioned during the Xavier segment all the ranked teams that have lost in the last week. Number five, Arizona, lost to Washington State, 74-61. Number 22, Auburn, easily handled number 13, Arkansas, 72-59, after Arkansas really struggled to score. Number 21, New Mexico, lost their second straight game, this time 84-77 to UNLV. Number 9, Gonzaga, barely survived on the road at Santa Clara, winning by 5. UConn snapped their two-game losing skid and beat Creighton 69-60. Providence avoided an upset and stayed unbeaten in the Big East, beating St. John's by 3. 
Number 14, Wisconsin lost by 10 to Illinois. Granted, Wisconsin was playing without star Tyler Wall. And Gabe Kalsher hit a game-winning three to lift number 25, Iowa State, over number 17, TCU. Kansas State, they deserve to be ranked today after knocking off number 19, Baylor and Waco, 97-95 in overtime. And then on Sunday, number 15, Indiana, rallied late but lost by one to Northwestern at Assembly Hall. Iowa beat Rutgers by 11 in New Jersey, and Maryland beat number 24, Ohio State, 80-73. Number one, Purdue, they went to State College yesterday and beat Penn State by 13. Today is a very, very light slate because of the college football national championship. There are no area games, and Ken Palm is telling me that there's only one nationally televised game. That's Colgate and Army at 7 on CBS Sports Network. Paul's Pick of the Day, presented by Betfred Sportsbook, is back on track. It was Alabama minus 5.5, and and that cashed with ease. Like I mentioned a second ago, really not much today. Let's go earlier in the night so you can focus on the national championship. Not all of the lines are out yet as I record this. But if you can get Colgate at minus 5.5 against Army, take it. Colgate has the 26th best offense in the country, and as un-American as this is to say, Army does not defend well at all. Take the toothpaste at 5.5 against the Soldiers. That'll do it for today's Rebound Rundown. Have a great Monday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.